They closed in on him, the burly men with the sullen faces. With rough fingers, they pulled the net from him, not caring how much they hurt him in the process. They kicked the empty pistol from his hand and flung him onto his face, and one of them pulled his arms behind his back and snapped a pair of handcuffs about his wrists, remarking as he did so, That's a pretty bracelet he's got on. I may as well have something for my trouble. Ordered one of the others. His kilt was of a golden mesh, not silver, and he wore a golden circlet on each of his upper arms. Leave it there, Kurt. Our orders are to bring him in as is, in every detail. All right, you're the boss, but can't we rough him up a little? No, was the answer, but it was delivered in regretful tones. They jerked Wilkinson to his feet, pushing him towards the door of the helicopter's cabin. He resisted, but on principle more than in hope of accomplishing anything useful. He had time to see that the other aircraft had landed. There was a hole in the sleek metal skin of its fuselage, looking as though it had been made by a huge blowtorch welded by a clumsy giant, and that the bodies of the dead, Malcolm and Claire among them, were being loaded into it. He hung back as long as possible, bracing his feet against the stones, until he was sure that they had not got Vanessa. Then he allowed himself to be prodded up the short flight of steps that were extruded from the doorway, and fell onto the seat towards which he was shoved. Facing him sat two of the police, each with a drawn pistol in his hand. They glared at him with hostility and handled their weapons suggestively. The officer, who was last into the aircraft, frowned heavily at them and said, I don't want any trouble. He's to be delivered intact. But he and those two bitches did for half a dozen good men, besides shooting up the projector in the other ship. In any case, boss, what's the damn rush? What about our wounded? Don't they deserve any consideration? The officer was beginning to get annoyed. Pipe down, damn you. Mr. Haldane's copter is taking the casualties. All we have to do is to get back to Venusburg in a hurry. Then why couldn't they have put a rocket plane on the job instead of this whirlybird? Because there's no damn place for one to land, called a fresh voice from the forward end of the cabin. Then, keep the passengers quiet, will you, Bill? I can't hear myself think for all the racket going on back there. There was the roar of motors and Wilkinson could feel the cabin deck vibrating under his feet. He turned his head so that he could look through the nearest port, but he could see nothing but featureless sky and then the distant mountain range drifted into view, and he realized that the flying machine had lifted and was turning in the air. He said to the officer, trying to keep his voice casual, How long will the trip take? Shut up, you, growled one of the guards, and slapped him across the mouth with his open hand. Let him speak, ordered the man whom Wilkinson had addressed. He got to his feet, staggering slightly as the helicopter swayed in flight, motioned to one of his men to vacate his seat. He sat down alongside the remaining guard, facing Wilkinson. He stared at the prisoner with interest. He asked at last, What's so darn important about you, fellow? This operation has cost three copters and about twenty casualties. If it had been necessary to wipe out that camp of yours, although I can't see why, it could have been accomplished without the loss of a single man or machine. 
Wilkinson stared back at his interrogator. The man was cast in the same mold as his underlings, but there was more than brutality evident in the heavy features. There was intelligence. There was imagination. He replied cagily, I don't know. We were just minding our own business, and you people descended upon us with horse, foot, and artillery. Don't be funny. Our orders were to get you and get you alive. And you've been killed once, and that makes it odder still. The first time it was considered rather too dangerous to have a professional spaceman among the rebels. The officer's brows knitted in puzzlement. Yes, you were killed all right.